Well, Phil, that was uh, Mary Ann Williamson. Always great to have her on the show. Uh, tremendously dynamic. Uh, a very deeply spiritual person. Her background in Course of Miracles. Uh, but extremely active in the world, obviously. And uh, has a, an agenda for politics. Uh, making it more sacred, more spiritual. And uh, it seems pretty timely to me. Yeah, and she's such an important voice. And, you know, the most are articulate and eloquent voice uh, for this intersection of spirituality and uh, social activism and and indispensable voice as far as I'm concerned. You you had mentioned a couple of people that are going to be speaking at the conference, (coughs) uh, a couple of whom we've had on the show. Uh, Let our listeners know a little bit about who they are. Well, from the list I see on the uh, Sister Giant website, the only one we've had on the show, other than Marianne, is uh, Andrew Harvey, who's you know the the sort of male equivalent of a passionate spiritual activist, and all you know also eloquent and um, fiery in his uh, conviction. But they also have uh, Robert Thurman, the, the well-known uh, Buddhist scholar and friend of the Dalai Lama. Uh, I see Gene Houston. I see um, Dennis Kucinich. Je- yes, I was going to say there's there are uh, Michael Lerner, the rabbi, uh, progressive rabbi uh, from San Francisco. I I also see names associated more with politics, like Dennis Kucinich and uh, Tom Hartman, the, the journalist, Alan Grayson, the congressman, um, and and uh, Ari Berman who uh, has a, a journalist who's done wonderful work on voter suppression um, and um, others. Yeah, she's uh, partnering up with uh, uh, Derek uh, Jenk- is, uh, Harkins. Is that his name? He's the... Uh, uh, Phil, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I Derek Harkins. Yeah, uh, I'm less familiar with him, and uh, but he's the... Uh, uh, he's at the Union Theological Seminary in New York. Yeah, it says he's the senior vice president at Union Theological Seminary, which is a you know really eminent uh, uh, school in New York, and um, a former uh, senior pastor at a Baptist Church, I see, and director of Faith Act. Faith Outreach for the Democratic Party right. and advisor to President Obama. Right. So a very formidable guy. Right. Uh, I mentioned during the interview, and I want to ask you about it now. I know, I mean, I was at a talk that Marianne gave in support of Bernie Sanders. There were about six, 800 people there last April. And one guy got up at the end and he said, you know, Marianne, you should just stick to spirituality. I don't know why you get involved in politics. And she really let him have it. She had a very strong answer. But I, but I, know, <laughs> I don't Phil, doubt I mean, it. Doesn't that happen to you? Don't people say to you the same thing? Hey, you wrote this book about yes. Veda. You're writing about spirituality. You're blogging about spirituality. Why dirty your hands in politics? Yes, and especially people who um, uh, come from the sort of you know non-dual school of, of spirituality, who uh, mm-hmm. you know think uh, well. There's two kinds of people I run into. One is the uh, the people who think. Um, the, the spiritual technologies, uh, especially meditation, and um, in some circles, you know, right thinking uh, and prayer 
that those are sufficiently powerful that if we do them, uh, we can affect the kind, you know, change in the world. And, and then there are the people who feel um, it's beneath a spiritual teacher or author or something like that to get involved in muddy stuff like politics. And our only real important job is to remind people about you know, the unity of all beings and uh, the, the ultimate nature of the self and consciousness and uh, why get mired in this illusory world of you know, Maya. So I, I've run into both of those. And um, I wrote a piece for spirituality and health for my column where I, I said um, uh, something like uh, spirituality is uh, not to be confused with complacency and indifference. Right, right. And I get it from the other side sometimes that, uh, you know, I, some people associate me with politics because <clears throat> I had a lot in my radio show. I've had a lot of political leaders on. I did I, I did a show with Ari Berman calling politics, picking with Ari. And, uh, you know, I have an affiliation with the or had an affiliation with the Kennedy School of Government. So people will say, why? What's this spiritual? You know, you're doing a, uh, a podcast on contemporary spirituality. Why? Well, we, we, you know, my answer is always without uh, delving in deeply spiritually, you're going to have a, a, a political system that's in shambles. And one could argue that, uh, you know, that's becoming more apparent as each day passes. Uh, so, yeah, I think and, and we've discovered and discussed this a number of times on the show. As people go in deeply spiritually, especially if uh, what they're doing in terms of their spiritual practice is effective, they eventually, if not right from the beginning, look out and think, what can I do to make a better world? Well, most people do at some point, but there's, you know, some, it's a strange thing, but um, some people make a distinction between politics, you know, electoral politics and uh, other kinds of engagement. So they're perfectly happy to see spiritual people do service work and help the poor and write a check or, you know, uh, advocate for uh, better health care or whatever, you know, issue-oriented thing, uh, or uh, for better, uh, more sane prison system, whatever it is. But something about politics, and especially when it comes to elections, uh, they, they somehow draw some distinction there, and I, I don't get it. Right. Personally, yes. Yeah. I want to also mention, for our listeners that don't know this, Marianne, a few years ago, ran for political office, ran for U.S. Congress yeah. as an independent in uh, the Brentwood, Los Angeles. No, area. not Brent. No, it was a Where different it? part of. Well, it may have it may have included because I think actually. that where she was living at the time. But it was a, her district ended a few blocks from where I lived, huh. so I couldn't vote for yeah. her. <laughs> and I, and I think that uh, she's still very involved politically, but I think. Uh, she's done with running, at least for a, a yeah, while. Yeah. And I think she. one of the things that came out of her campaign was how difficult it is uh, to run as an independent, how the two-party system really has a lock on things. So, yeah. uh, and but, I don't see that changing anytime soon. But, it, but what she did, I think, is a good example because um, if uh, people care about their communities and um, the 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 impact that elected officials can have on human life and human suffering, um, 
we have to think locally as well as just every four years who's going to be president. And by running for Congress, you know, Marianne, I think, set a very good example of um, that, that I hope other <clears throat> people follow. If I were 20 years younger, I might. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, somebody's got to pick it now, up. Everybody has their their own destiny and their own dharma. And, you know, some of us are called to speak out. I love the uh, expression she has there, people who sit should also take a stand. Yeah. And, uh, that, that's yeah, it. and then you think but not, people... it's not for everybody. Obviously, some people are content to, to just focus on their spiritual lives and their, and the, the world of their, their families and their, you know, local concerns. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just, you know, some of us want to speak out as well. Right. And, and I think, uh, in, in the world today, you know, have uh, Pope Francis has given, um, uh, caused a lot of people to reflect on that because uh, he's making statements that um, affect how politics, politicians could and should be behaving. And I think it's uh, embraced by many people, but also upsets a lot of people as well. I've heard a lot of conservative Catholics uh, say, you know, he should just stick to being a pope and spiritual things and stay out of the things of the world. And that's baloney yeah. because uh, obviously the two are... Uh, live together, or uh, materialism lives within spirituality. And, and everybody, there's so much, you know, unintentional hypocrisy around these things. Um, you know, progressives are often, you know, react against the uh, uh, evangelical activists and say, oh, you, gotta keep, you should keep religion out of politics. But they wouldn't have said that to Mahatma Gandhi or Martin Luther King, right? <laughs> and so, right. and the same, the same thing happened. Or the Dalai Lama, uh, for that matter. I mean, you know, that's right. He's a political exile. Right. He's he's, he's, he's uh, in political exile, you know, and uh, fighting for the rights of his and people. And so, I'm, I'm I'm sure the conservative Catholics who uh, object to uh, to Pope Francis's uh, engagement uh, have no problem with the church speaking up about uh, issues like abortion or mm-hmm. uh, the death penalty or something like that that's okay in their uh, in their agenda. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll uh, keep uh, keep focusing <laughs> on this as time goes on and bringing other speakers uh, to discuss these issues. And again, uh, the uh, conference that Marianne's putting on, the information can be found at sistergiant.com uh, at that website. And... Uh, you can always check in uh, with us at spiritmatterstalk.com. Spread the word. Let people know about our podcast and uh, the, the programming that we're doing. And please email us uh, or uh, contact us in any way, shape, or form uh, that you can. We also have a Facebook page. We're on Twitter in all areas of social media. And uh, give us feedback and suggestions. It is always greatly appreciated. Yep. Even if you disagree. Yeah, even if you disagree. <laughs> but please do it nicely, because uh, Phil and I are very sensitive. <laughs> All right. Over All right, and Dennis. out. Bye-bye.